At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is indeed the VSIN Bet Center. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you here on the first Saturday in June. I am live at the Circa Resort in Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. And James, of course, comes to us via Denver, Colorado, and the summer season is underway, James. This is always a great time of year. I love when we turn the calendar to June. Obviously, we have the NBA Finals going on, the Stanley Cup playoffs, and baseball, but, you know, it it just feels very American and apple pie. We've got uh, the summer season upon us, Father's Day's around the corner, the summer solstice, school's out, the weather's beautiful. A great time of year as we kick off the summer season. Absolutely. Summer's out. School's out for the summer. At least my little one is appreciating that since he's up in the mountains enjoying enjoying all the festivities that Colorado has to bring beyond being here in town. And I agree with you, Brady. I think of I think about the summer from a betting perspective. We yeah, we're still we still have a number of sports going. We know baseball, at least for me, baseball can really be a grind if we're trying to do that on a day to day basis, trying to find trying to pick winners within that sport. But but I think from grinding down now with the NBA finals now in full swing, having started just the other day and getting closer and closer to the Stanley Cup and with the way that two of those teams are rolling for the first two games at home when we're thinking about the Avs and the Rangers we may have the Stanley Cup upon us sooner rather than we thought I tell you what you speaking about the Colorado Avalanche is the buzz pretty palpable there in your neck of the woods Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think this will, Brady, this Denver will always be a Denver Bronco town first. It's always going to be a Broncos town for sure. It's a football city just because of the history that's been here and how long that franchise has been here, I believe, since 1960. But but, uh, but ultimately, yeah, I think with, with the Avs, you know, this is something where it's been such a while. I, was, I didn't realize until they finally had won that second round series against the Blues that it had been approximately 20 years since they were able to get out of the uh, out of the second round of the playoffs and that was really surprising to me I just I felt like when they were when they were moved here when they moved here from Quebec and that was back in 95 I believe I mean we got spoiled here as hockey fans because they won the cup that very first year when they moved and became the Colorado Avalanche and I think these just kind of got accustomed to it because there was that good six or seven year run when if they weren't in the Stanley Cup finals they were right on the precipice of it it's a really great series back with the Detroit Red Wings back in the day so there's a lot of holdover from those days I just can't believe it was that long ago already well let's take a look at uh, some of that apple pie america's pastime the boys of summer on 
the Diamonds this Saturday afternoon. We will start in Pittsburgh. Zach Davies and Rowanzi Contreras, the Pittsburgh Pirates hosting the Arizona Diamondbacks. Pittsburgh coming off of that road sweep of the Dodgers. Now, they took a loss on Friday night to Arizona. Arizona, by the way, 9-6 and six on the road this season. Despite a record under 500, they're playing pretty good baseball on the road and off to a good start here with a one to nothing lead over the Pittsburgh Pirates in the top of the eighth inning. Uh, Low-scoring game there. Arizona is minus one as far as if you want to lay a run here in the live market. The total all the way down to just three. And Arizona minus 350 on the money line. Did you get involved in any baseball action today, James? No, Brady. Actually, I'm going to be very, I'm going to be open and honest here. I, I'm taking a little break from betting. I have gotten myself, I've, I've been chasing it over the last few weeks and and I know why I've done what I've done and I know what the the root of it is and ultimately I've been chasing that 20 to 1 or a sense 19 to 1 bet of the Bucks to meet the Warriors in the ah, finals and I I've been chasing that. it since it was I was so what was that 3 or 4 weeks ago whenever that game 6 in Milwaukee was against the Celtics and they were behind and that second half I started adding on because it was oh at one point I think I got a 10 and a half 11 whatever that number was and it wasn't so much that I was chasing the amount that I had put it was just a unit on each one of those in a sense two units that I had put up to have the the Bucks meet the Warriors in the finals but it was the fact of what that would have paid out if they would have gotten there and the fact that you, they, they weren't able to play that game off, didn't pull it off, obviously, in Game 7, and now we see where the Celtics are sitting today, and I feel like if the Bucks were in that position, they would have also beat Miami as well. So I think I've just been chasing that some, and, you know, I think that's that's where even for somebody that's been betting as long as I have, Brady, I feel like it's still discipline can be an issue for, for at least for me. I'm just speaking for myself. It can be an issue sometimes for me where I'm chasing past and previous bets and, and stepping out bigger than I normally would, and I think that's where over the last couple of days, I've had to just I've had to rein myself back and have that conversation with me. I don't have that conversation with anybody else. It's just me that I have to talk to and look in the mirror and be like, what the hell are you doing, James? Settle and slow it down. And maybe you just need to step away from it. So I know we've got a long program here, Brady, and we're talking <laughs> we're a sports betting network, but I just want to be clear. Like I just need to take a break from it because I have been hurting myself the last few weeks, chasing it like I was talking about. And I think the only way that you can start to get back some of that discipline is maybe sometimes you just have to step away for a little bit. Well, I, I think it's a great call, and it's a very good lesson for our audience. You know, I, I believe, and I've said for many times, or, or many years rather, that probably money management and, and discipline, if there's three factors yeah. you look at when you're handicapping, you're trying to pick winners, then there's money management, and then there's discipline. And I believe money management and discipline are just as important as picking winners. I don't think there's anything that overrides one or the other between those three factors in sports betting. Uh, the bookmaker, has, we always say this, the bookmaker has to put everything up on the board. You can see behind yeah. us here at Circus Sports. We don't have to bet everything. You, you have to stay disciplined with not only your money management, but like you say, if you're chasing that type of thing. So um, I, I think your point is very well taken, and it's something that people need to be responsible about. I mean, this is a very fun, uh, you know, activity that we get involved with and it can be very serious if you get out of hand as well and, and I know not that's not the case with you but I think it, it's very healthy if you're going through a bad streak or overextending yeah. yourself to just say hey we got to slow down a little bit here and that's what I did I mean I, I stepped out on that war game one of the NBA finals was that Thursday I believe and that was my last bet so I haven't done anything over the last couple of days and it was something I didn't play it before it started I was going to get involved in game I kind of wanted to see sometimes we don't know now we'll jump to the finals here I know we'll have other time to talk about that this series but I wanted just to see how are these teams going to be able to play each other what are the adjustments going to be defensively on both sides and the fact that it was kind of a, an extended layoff for the Warriors and then the Celtics coming off two back-to-back -back game sevens like I just wasn't sure where the legs were actually we saw the the legs from the bench come off for the Celtics and really knock it out. And I had gotten involved with the total. It was at 223, and I stepped out and bet the under pretty heavy. And what did they say, 40 combined three-pointers in that game, Brady? My, my, And it took that many for them just to kind of get over a few points over that live total. But that's where I knew right there. I was stepping out too much. I said, that's where I've got to take my break. And 
Sorry, folks. That's where I'm at right now. I just got to re I got to reset myself and build a little better discipline for myself as a better. Well, you've got about uh, two and a half, three months to uh, get ready and recharge the badger- batteries for football season. And uh, we yeah. know how that goes uh, back to the diamonds here. The Guardians in Baltimore to take on the Orioles. Cleveland has won four in a row and they're in second place in the American League Central four and a half games behind the Minnesota Twins right now trailing the Baltimore Orioles 5-4 to four in the bottom of the seventh inning. Orioles on top by just a run. The Mariners are in Texas taking on the Rangers. Mariners have won a pair, but they are still six games below 500. Texas has dropped three straight. Marco Gonzalez dueling against Glenn Otto in this one, and I bet the over. It got there for the first five, just barely. Texas got a home run, or Seattle rather, got a two-run homer. Uh, I believe it was in the fifth inning to make it a three to two ball game and unfortunately that's where we're stuck right now i've got over nine runs in this one we were halfway home at the halfway point but the scoring has stopped it remains three to two in favor of the texas rangers bottom of the seventh inning there in arlington the white Sox and the rays chicago's lost four in a row they're now six games back of minnesota in the al central and the rays have won three straight but they remain six games back of the yankees in the american league east and the score right now in this one Chicago and the Rays I'm not seeing this one on the board let me see if I can get to that one here there it is the Rays with a two to nothing lead in the top of the seventh inning Chicago currently at bat the Astros and the Royals Houston it looks like they're trying to run away with the American League West here James the second place Angels have lost nine games in a row and Houston meanwhile has won five straight uh Houston taking on the uh Houston taking on the excuse me, the Kansas City Royals today and scoreless right now into the fourth inning, top of the fourth inning, and Houston is currently batting, again, a scoreless affair right now. Your in-game total has come all the way down to just six and a half. The Astros remain a minus 190 favorite in the live market on the money line. You can also lay a run and a half with the Astros at even money. Uh, Finally, the Padres and the Brewers, a good matchup here. Joe Musgrove flirted with a no-hitter on Friday night. The Padres ended up winning that game seven to nothing, and they're looking to shut out the Milwaukee Brewers for the second straight day. Right now, four to nothing Padres in the top of the seventh inning. Minus 2,500 are the Friars on the live money line. Your in game total has moved to six. The Padres are just four games behind the Dodgers in the National League West, and the Brewers trying to hang on to just a slim two-game lead over the St. Louis Cardinals in the National League Central. The Cardinals lost the first game of a doubleheader earlier today to the Chicago Cubs, but the Cardinals, once again, it seems like year in and year out, James, and we'll talk about the MVP race a little later on in the program, but it seems like the St. Louis Cardinals, they're kind of like the Pittsburgh Steelers or the New England Patriots, just one of those ball Baltimore Ravens, one of those really solid organizations in sports that you can almost count on having a good year, year in and year out, and maybe betting their season win total in baseball is something you look to do every season. But Paul Goldschmidt, who came over a couple seasons ago from the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, he is absolutely in the MVP discussion. He's got a hitting streak going of 25 straight games. Yeah, he was the player of the month in the National League for the month of May. Norlin Arenado was the player of the month in April, and this actually dates back. You're talking about the Cardinals and their organization. Tyler O'Neill won the MB, He won the NL Player of the Month back in September. So three straight months for the Cardinals. To your to your point, this has been a tremendous organization for many many decades. Brady, hard to hard to see how we get ahead of these guys and kind of forget about these teams this team every year because they are so good. Well, when we come back, we will talk a little more about those Colorado Avalanche and the Stanley Cup playoffs. Also get an update on the leaderboard at a big boy golf tournament, the Memorial, going down at Jack's Place in Dublin, Ohio. We'll be right back with more of the VSIN Vet Center on the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rival, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $39. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now until the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vcin.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it. It'll include Adam Burke's daily baseball bets, Jonathan Von Tobel, he'll have bets all the way through the NBA Finals, Andy McNeil breaking down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR if you want the full VEASAN experience, which features daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you here inside the VSIN Bet Center, and we'll get to the hockey game. They go to puck drop at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern for game three of their best of seven series. The Colorado Avalanche currently up on the Edmonton Oilers, two games to none. But I wanted to get in an update on the golf leaderboard here. Billy Horschel has a five-stroke lead heading into the final round on Sunday. And this is a big boy golf tournament, the Memorial. We talk about some of the big golf tournaments that are non-majors. You've got uh, the Players' Championship at TPC Sawgrass, uh, the Genesis Invitational, the LA Open at Riviera Country Club, certainly the Memorial at Jack Nicholas's place is one of those tournaments as well. And Billy Horschel with a five-shot advantage, shot a 65 today, shot a 68 on Friday. So two great rounds to get him into the lead uh, heading into Sunday. He's at 13 under par. Aaron Wise, the Oregon Duck, is at eight under. Also Cameron Smith, the Australian, who's already won twice this year, your player's championship, or your player's champion, rather, is at eight under par. Daniel Berger, Francesco Molinari, Jonathan Vegas at seven under par. Last year's champion Patrick Cantley. He's at six under par. Joaquin Neiman, Luke List, Davis Riley, and Denny McCarthy all at six under par. Uh, James, you talk about taking a couple of uh, weeks off or a couple days off from uh, getting involved in sports betting. I was able to talk you in on getting down on Will Zalatoris for the PGA Championship, and I tell you, that was pretty fun. Got him all the way to a playoff. Almost got him home. Justin Thomas uh, let let us down there. We weren't able to get Will Zalatoris to the winner's circle, but uh, congrats to Jay there winning his second PGA championship. Maybe I can get you excited about betting the U.S. Open, which is going to come up in two weeks. And I'll tell you, it's very interesting. I, I do these little short form videos right here in the Circus Studio on Thursday and Friday. And on Friday, we were about halfway through the round, the second round at the Memorial. And I gave out a few of the players that I had taken, you know, prior to the tournament teeing off and, and some of the guys that I thought might have a chance going forward. And one of those guys was Billy Horschel going into the round on Friday. He was at 65 to one. He is now minus 190 to win this tournament with a five shot lead. And it was last night that I went ahead and made a futures play on Billy Horschel to win the U.S. Open at 150 to one. 
And Circa has already taken him down to 100 to 1, and he might go even lower. He, he could be in the neighborhood of 60 to 1 if he goes ahead and wins this tournament tomorrow. Wow. So thinking about momentum, I'm assuming what you're taking off of that, the confidence that brings from winning this tournament. You talked about it. it's a big boy tournament here with the memorial, this memorial invitational. So is that part of the handicap? Is this feeling like, yes, confidence is always a big key in any sport that we're trying to, to that we're looking for winners in. But also, how does that carry over too when we're speaking about momentum as well as I know you break this down uh, in excellent fashion, Brady, when you break down the course and the numbers that you look at and guys playing to their strengths at said particular course. Uh, how did that factor in where you wanted to jump on Billy Horschel last night? Not only because of the numbers. Sometimes we're betting, in a sense, betting teams, or in this case, betting a player, but we also bet numbers, too. Was it was it part? Of, how did that factor in? You wanted to get such a, I mean, that's a great number that you were able to score last night. What were some of the key factors for you to make that choice? Well, you know, I, I have started my research for the U.S. Open uh, going back about three weeks now because it's going to be played at the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts, and we haven't seen the Country Club since 1999 when it held the Ryder Cup there, and the last U.S. Open that was played there was in 1988. So I, I don't know a whole lot about this course, so I started studying it and what it's going to present to these players. And it, it's going to be a pretty typical or traditional U.S. Open setup, the, the really thick rough and the narrow fairways and really small greens at this golf course. Uh, but I also looked at a guy by the name of Gil Hance, and you may recall we talked about Gil Hance did a remodel or a renovation to Southern Hills for the PGA Championship. He's also, he's become the renovation doctor. They bring this guy in when, uh, when a golf course needs a tweak. And the country club at Brookline's been around since the late 1800s. So it, it needed some tweaks to be brought up to the modern game standards. And they brought Gil Hansen to do so. And I looked at what Billy Horschel, or I looked at a number of guys who's had success on courses that Gil Hans has gone in and, and made ma major renovations to. And Billy Horschel's one of those guys that has had some success. And and this tournament, the Memorial, we talk about it being a big golf tournament. It, I think you can also garner some uh, indicators as who to who might do well at a U.S. Open because this course is similar with very thick rough, not narrow fairways, but a lot of the same characteristics, small greens, very fast greens. It's a very difficult property. Uh, so that made sense for me as well. Billy Horschel having success here this week, having had success at past Gil Hance renovations. And, and again, what you mentioned, James, Part of it was the number 150 to one. I was like, wow, you know, th this guy's ranked, uh, I want to say inside the top 20 in the world is Billy Horschel. So um, I took the 150 and obviously that number's gone at this point. Well, and I'm looking at him now. I'm just looking at the BetMGM app, and it, he's all the way down to 66 to wow. 1. Brady, you're moving numbers, <laughs> partner. We're looking here. But thinking about it from – so not only from the perspective you talked about with Horschel, but any other – where else – I know we are a couple weeks away, but maybe this is just something that I can just put – I'm not going to make – I don't know when I'll get back. I'll get back eventually. I'll get back on the horse. I'm not going to be waiting all the way to the NFL season, uh, but I'll get back on the sports betting horse. So maybe these are – there's a couple other guys that maybe I could just put – and put it in the queue for right now and maybe revisit it when I'm in a better headspace. Yeah, now these guys that I've bet, a, a lot of them is about number, and again, some of the research mm -hmm. that I've done. I also took Tony Finau at 55 to 1, uh, and I bet Daniel Berger at 75 to 1. Now, Berger's been a guy I've been on in the past. You remember we were on mm -hmm. him for the PGA yep. Championship, and I think he has been still struggling with a nagging injury, but he's shown me something here at the Memorial. He's seven under par, and he's not out of winning this thing, and I thought 75 was a pretty ridiculous number for, again, a, a guy who's one of the best players in the world. Now, if he has health issues still lingering, then that's not going to go well, but the way he's playing here at the Memorial told me something, so those are my three early bets. Uh, for U.S. Open futures. Now, I'm probably going to dive down deeper and play some shorter price guys that I get really serious about. But, you know, 55, 75, and 150, I like those three long shots uh, while, uh, while we sit a couple of weeks away. Well, and so let's let's forward to tomorrow then and get back to real time, considering Horschel's got a five-stroke lead. And I, we've, we've talked about this before, where if you're going into the last day and, and you don't, whether you, depending on what your positions are and your investment is within said golf tournament and or maybe you don't have any and you're looking for something, how far down the board would you go when you're looking at, all right, you've only got, there's only two players with Cameron Smith and Aaron Wise that are five strokes back. I mean, Horschel's just running it, especially with the, with the 65 that he shot today. How 
far, how many strokes back do you look at for a tournament like this going into Sunday? You say, maybe I might want to get involved with somebody else here uh, or at this point here, because he's so far ahead in, in a sense, just two guys within five strokes. Is that just a pass? I think it would probably be a pass. If I had to bet it, I'd probably lay the wood with Horschel. I mean, five strokes is really pretty enormous. And now the fact is, I believe he will come back to the pack. I don't think he's going to shoot 65 or 68 right. again. Uh, typically, when you go really low one day and, and went pretty low two days in a row, he's liable to come back to, you know, water's going to find its level there. I wouldn't be surprised if Billy Horschel shot even par or maybe even one over par on Sunday. But that still might be enough to get him home uh one of these guys that is trailing by five strokes is going to have to shoot a 66 or a 65 which is going to be very difficult on a championship sunday so i I would probably look at billy horschel if i was going to do anything with this memorial tournament uh, as far as the live wagering on a sunday uh james we're going to have lou finicaro in the next segment to talk hockey let me let's get your opinion here real quick and we'll dive in a little deeper when we have our friend mr finicaro on in the next segment but of course we do have Colorado and Edmonton this evening in Edmonton. The series, of course, shifting to Edmonton. Colorado holds serve and takes the first two games on their home ice, and they are laying a price on the road here. The consensus number about minus 130 on the Avalanche, your total at seven. What do you think? Looking at this, the urgency for sure, we know this is going to be on the side of the Edmonton Oilers losing, especially losing the way that they have the first two games, getting shut out after the crazy, uh, the the shootout that we saw in game one, now coming back after a shutout and coming back home. So yes, you get to come back to the friendly confines of your home arena. You're going to feed off the adrenaline of the crowd. Maybe it's something where you get involved because I just don't trust right now the goaltending from Smith on the Oilers side. Uh, but maybe that's something you can get involved with the first period because of the uh, the the adrenaline and the energy that's going to be within that building and on that side uh, for the Oilers that they're laying just minus 105 uh, to come out victorious in that first period. That might be somewhere I might be looking at. A little bit of plus money on the over here, over seven goals in this game. We'll see what Lou thinks. I kind of lean towards the over. I think Edmonton will come out with some fire tonight and be able to light the lamp early and often. Coming back with Gam Blue next right here on the VSIN Bet Center. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. The Major League Baseball season is in full swing, and you can play ball with the Peacock MLB Sunday Leadoff Challenge. Just draft your players and compete for free for up to $10,000 in prizes. Visit DraftKings.com slash Peacock for more info. Don't just watch your shows, Peacock them. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you inside the VSIN Bet Center. Time to bring in our friend Lou Finicaro. You can find his work in VSIN's digital publication, Point Spread Weekly, and you can follow him on Twitter at GamLou. Mr. Finicaro, it's great to have you on the program. Once again, it's your time of year, my friend. You've got Stanley Cup playoffs going on and the road to Omaha. The College Baseball World Series regionals kicked off on Friday, and they're in full force today as well across the country. Before we get into the hockey, Tell us about how, who you have Futures plays on to win the College Baseball World Series, and what have you seen over the first day and a half, almost two full days of action so far? Well, first of all, James and Brady, thanks so much for having me on. College World Series currently is in its regional phase, which is, if you equate it to the NCAA basketball tournament, the round is 64. They play double elimination tournaments to get to 16 teams. Uh, Right now, we're in the second game. So uh, some surprises early and uh, some blowouts as well. Uh, We won't really make strong opinions until we get out of the regionals. However, uh, you asked for some future ideas. I'm high on the Pac-10. Excuse me, I'm an old guy, so I'm high on the Pac-12 too. Uh, (laughs) They have two teams Uh, Stanford and Oregon State that I believe will earn their way in. And they're also in uh, the College World Series bracketed opposite of the powerhouse in college baseball this year, Tennessee. It's critical to understand the bracket system in college baseball so that you can manipulate what brackets you want to try and compete in as well as who you want to stay away from. 
Oregon State, Stanford are decent odds teams. And I can tell you some longer bombs, LSU and Virginia, if they happen to earn their way there, will be teams that draw tremendous attention and momentum from the crowd in Omaha. Lou, we don't get older. We just get wiser, my friend. So so from that perspective here, um, thinking about the future, let's move to the future of uh, roughly at about 90 minutes of game three with Edmonton now moving back across the border to host the Avalanche. We saw just a complete domination in that game two matchup. Oilers couldn't find the back of the net and were shut out. Considering all the scoring that went on from game one to what we saw in game two, what are you going to take now that they're going across the border? And Edmonton is definitely going to have that sense of urgency being down 0-2 in this series and playing as at home as an underdog. Right now I see him plus 110 is kind of the consensus for the Oilers at home. Do you have any interest in the Oilers trying to fight back in this series as an underdog? I think it's a tall order for the Oilers tonight. I think they're getting a, a, a team uh, that is weathered uh, past frustration. And in the first game afterwards, uh, both teams discussed how important it was to address defense. And in the second game, they both kind of did, although it worked way better for Colorado. I believe that carries over tonight with the importance of the game. I think under seven is a really strong uh, position and really gun to my head. I'm on the road team. I'll take Colorado tonight. Lou, I was kind of trying to make a case for the over, and I haven't made a play here, and maybe I won't because I hear you're on the opposite side, and I certainly trust your opinion more than, more so than mine. You follow this stuff more than I do. Uh, but I was kind of trying to handicap making a case for the Edmonton Oilers here that they're going to have to come out guns a-blazing. We know that they cannot go down three games to none or they're pretty much finished, and I thought they would be able to light the lamp a couple times early here, and I, and I was kind of siding towards going over the total here you talked about the defensive effort that both teams put forth in game two and it really worked for Colorado they still put three or four goals I believe on net uh, for against the Edmonton Oilers so I mean if Colorado I think Colorado can still get theirs I, I still see them scoring probably three or four goals in this game but Edmonton is going to have to score as well so I thought there was a good chance that this one as high as a number as seven is we, we don't see that too often in the NHL and it seems like we've never seen it before this season but I was kind of leaning towards the over and you can get a little bit of plus money there yeah I, I, really Brady who can blame you with the way the playoffs has, have been rolling I mean chances are you're going to be right so far the overs 42 33 and 2 in the playoffs this year so uh, I don't really think that I can find fault with that uh, line of thinking that said I'm always a contrarian I think that as these as these games get tighter as the series get more mature that that the scoring is going to come down and I think it starts tonight well and Lou, you mentioned maturity. I'm just kind of curious do you, if this factors into your handicap here. I think about the Oilers going home. Yes, you're down 0-2. There's going to be plenty of urgency on that side, some desperation on that side. Nobody wants to fall behind oh, down 0-3 to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. Not going to happen. So, But can you – pinpoint this Oilers roster and some of the experience or maybe lack of experience on this team that yes you're going to be you're going to be super hyped up to get out there and and get redeem yourself from the last game uh, with because of that urgency but can that sometimes work against you as a team and maybe here as a handicapper to think about well that might that aggressive urgency might actually lead to some undisciplined penalties and some opportunities to score for the Colorado Avs. Yeah, I mean, listen, Edmonton's young. They are without real de depth of playoff experience. They were out in the first round last year. This is a brand-new young coach that's come in. Uh, both team and coach have over-exceeded expectation. So if one can look at it that way. The other way to, to look at it is, is that I think that as we get deeper, almost in any sport, it's like let's, let's strip away the complexity and let's just make it simple. And I think if they make it simple, they're going to rely on Smith and the blue line on Edmonton and Franco's on the blue line for Colorado. And I see a game that looks like four to one tonight. I don't know who, probably Colorado, but that's just the way I see it. 
Lou, let's shift over to the Eastern Conference Finals. We've got a home team holding serve there as well for a two-games-to-none lead, that being the New York Rangers leading the two-time defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning. I think everybody's a little bit surprised by the Rangers in this run that they've been on. I mean, they came back from being down three games to one to the Pittsburgh Penguins, and they just continue to roll. Shesterkin has been fantastic, and I say for the first two games, outplaying maybe the best goalkeeper in the world in Vasilevsky. But now Tampa Bay's headed back home. Uh, Do you think they're worth a play at better than 2-1 to to come back and win this series? Or do you think this is the Rangers? uh, Lou, you there? Did we lose you? I'm here. Okay, yeah. Okay, so let me finish my question here. Are are the Tampa Bay Rays worth a play at better than 2-1? to Can they come back? Or is this Rangers team just on a roll that can't be stopped? Uh, Brady, I'm impeded to an extent by Ranger Futures. I've had them the first two games. However, uh, we have to understand what this is. And this is a proud uh, defending champion, a defending two-time champion. Uh, If I didn't have the Futures on the Rangers, I surely would look at Tampa plus 220. Because if they win one, they can win two. And if the series is tied 2-2 going back to the Rangers, you got all that experience with Tampa. So I couldn't blame anyone for taking that line of pursuit. Lou, any interest in the total here? It's sitting at five and a half. Last night squeaked in there. We know empty net is always a challenge late in the games, and and that one was able to find its way towards the under at five and a half. Now for tomorrow's game, it's laying a dollar twenty. If you like that side to bet the under five and a half, any interest in the total at all? Yeah, I'm going to ride under in this series, and I'm I'm more than likely going to be on the Rangers as well. My next two plays will be two road teams. And two unders in each of the next two games. Now, Lou, you mentioned you have the future on the Rangers. Would it be a little bit of a hedge play to bet that Vasilevsky and company come back and take game three? Or or, are you just, I mean, it seems like you're kind of playing into the money you already have invested if you're taking the Rangers in game three. I think Tampa's out of juice, and I'm going to play it that way. Um, No hedging. All right. All right. Very good. Well, enjoy the uh, rest of the Stanley Cup playoffs, my friend. I'm sure we'll talk again soon. And uh, I I tell you, you probably got me into this college baseball World Series more than anybody the last few years. I am fired up. I know we'll talk about that going down the road as well. Enjoy the road to Omaha, Lou. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. I also know your team Florida is competing as well, Brady. So I know you're Keeping an eye on it. Yeah, watch for my son on TV. He's uh, part of the replay review crew. We saw him on TV a couple times uh, out there at the Florida ballpark on Friday. So uh, part of his uh, gig there is a part of his uh, internship is covering these baseball games. Watch for him there covering this game between Oklahoma and Florida. Ought to be a good one, Lou. Sounds great. I'm sure he's as dashing and articulate as his old man. (laughs) You're very kind. Get back to your UFC, my friend. Thanks, guys. Have a great afternoon. All right, Lou Finicaro. James, do you do you uh, get invested, or not not necessarily invested, but do you get involved uh, in watching the College Baseball World Series I, at all? You know, I used to a long time. When I was in high school back in the 80s, we had finally gotten cable, and it was on ESPN, and it, was, it wasn't nearly as extensive as it is now, but I definitely got into it back then. I just remember Wichita State and the Shockers were so dominant back in the late 80s. I'd love to see them promote this thing just like the NCAA basketball yeah. tournament. I think yeah. it's an awesome tournament. The road to Omaha, indeed. We'll come back with more in just a moment on the VSIN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. The betting splits page will show you where the money and the bets are moving for every game, and now it's updated every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all of the action. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way that vsin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you, and we've got some baseball games going to first pitch here in about the next 30 minutes that we want to take a look at. The Angels at the Phillies, 4.15 Pacific time, 7.15 p.m. Eastern. It'll be Mike Lorenzen taking on Zach Wheeler. And, James, it was the Phillies firing their manager, Joe Girardi, on Thursday, and immediately following that, they pan, uh, they pound the Angels 10 to nothing. And I'm going to ride that streak again here today. I think it's really kind of a common handicapping 101 uh, theme that we really see in any sport, whether it's hockey, football, baseball, basketball. When you get a coach fired midseason, oftentimes that team responds immediately in the very next game, and certainly the Phillies did. And I expect them to do it here again. I, don't, I certainly don't want to go against them because I think that momentum could possibly ride for a while. They are at home, and conversely, they're playing an Angels team that has now lost nine in a row. Now, Philadelphia, you're laying a price here. They're minus 160 on the money line with a total of eight and a half. But are you with me on that fired coach theory? It makes sense. You think about, especially if there was when you get fired midseason, and that could be for a variety of reasons. I think for Girardi, just mismanaging the staff, the bullpen, the the entire roster, really, the lineup, et cetera, and the high expectations for the Phillies coming into the season. There's been, I think, there's always high expectations for the Philadelphia Phillies, at least from the fan base out there, uh, to, for them to to win the pennant and be be competitive at least year in and year out. But I think. You know, when you have, if there is some disconnect and or some dysfunction going on between the manager and his team, uh, sometimes that new voice helps. And obviously for the, the new voice with Thompson going in, it's just interim. So this is who knows whether, how, if and when that would become permanent. I kind of doubt it. But yeah, it, especially when you look at the other side here, too. So yes, with the Phillies getting that new voice and maybe a lot of guys are happy that that new voice. Not so much the new voice, but he, no longer hearing the old voice. But you look at the other side for the Angels, it's just been a struggle lately hitting the baseball. You mentioned nine straight losses, and unfortunately for Mike Trout, as great a talent as he is and how well he started the season early on, really was hitting the baseball not only out of the yard but for average too. We've seen his batting average drop significantly during this nine-game losing streak. It went from 328 to 285 in those nine games, and he's only because, really, it hurts when you go far, four for 35, so kind of in correlation, right, with Trout not hitting the baseball, this team's not scoring runs. The Angels have only scored three runs total over their last four games. So, yeah, I, I get it. It makes sense to me to be on. There would only be one side I'd want to roll with, it, and it would be for Philly. 
and I may continue to ride them until they lose. We'll see how long this uh, maybe inspired effort lasts for the Philadelphia Phillies. The Cardinals at the Cubs will also start at 4.15 Pacific, 7.15 p.m. Eastern. This is the second of a doubleheader today at Wrigley. Chicago won the opener 6-1. to one. Caleb Killian will make his Major League debut for the Cubs. He was 2-0 in AAA with a 2.06 ERA in nine starts. Uh, this game was pretty much a pick em throughout the day before they even played the first game, and it's pretty much where we're at now. St. Louis laying a little bit of a price at minus 110 with a total of eight. Do you go to the theory of the Cardinals making a split here in the nightcap, James? Yeah, I think just with the Cardinals, we've got to look at the roster and make sure or look at the lineup. Uh, you talked about the line. We were talking about a couple segments ago about just the franchise as a whole and their consistency. It's a it, – that's – this team, I mean, we've seen the Cardinals kind of come and go. We've seen the Rams come and go when it comes to football there in St. Louis. But this is definitely a baseball city, and this franchise has been so good for such a long time. We mentioned about the NL Player of the Month awards going the last three, carrying over from last year in September with O'Neill and then Arenado in April, and now Goldie with that 25-game hitting streak. This team is there. It's I think it's just the culture. We talk a lot about culture and it's kind of intangible. You can't really measure that. But there's a certain expectation that you have with and that applies to any sport, not just with Major League Baseball here. But we can think about it with a number of teams across the sporting landscape that just have had this consistent winning culture within that organization. The Cardinals definitely qualify for that. And as well as Goldie's been hitting the ball here, I was actually did actually win a few. I know I've, I'm taking myself out of out of commission for a little while betting some making some plays but i did actually bet this was a week or two ago over the last couple of weeks a few paul goldschmidt uh, a couple of his props and now that number is completely gone there was hit right now his his hitting is minus 250 to get a hit but i was actually playing some of his total bases because he was actually on a pretty good streak not only getting 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 the hits but also driving the ball in the alleys and over the yard over the fence over the yard so right now i'm looking at his total bases at one and a half Plus 105, the value has totally been sucked out of that. Last week, in the last couple of weeks, when we, I've been looking at it and played a couple, they were up there around 250 plus 270. Unfortunately, that is gone. So no more. Th- those markets dry up pretty quickly sometimes, Brady, when somebody's been as hot as Goldie, and now that market has dried up on him too. Yeah, you mentioned the 25-game uh, hitting streak. I think he's reached base in 39 straight yes, games. So that goes that into his total yeah. bases as well. Absolutely, Goldschmidt. On a roll. The Braves at the Rockies. This will come up a little bit later. 6.10 p.m. Pacific time. 9.10 p.m. Eastern. Spencer Strider taking on Kyle Freeland. Atlanta, James, the defending World Series champs. They've won three in a row. That's their biggest winning streak of the season so far. Tells you a lot about how Atlanta's been going this season. But Kyle Freeland, not much better at 1-5 and five on the year for Colorado. Spencer Strider is making just his second career start for the Atlanta Braves. He was roughed up in his debut falling to Arizona 6-2 to two on Monday. But the Braves remain a pretty heavy road favorite here at Coors Field, not far down the road from you, Mr. Salinas, minus 175 on the money line. And the total has gone up all the way to 12 there in the thin air. Never say never, Brady. I mean, you think about last night, only the second last night's game going into the 10th inning with as a scoreless game through nine. That had only happened one previous time in the history of Coors Field. Coors Field dates all the way back to 1995 is when the Rockies started wow. to play in that stadium. So Just one the time, time in 27 years. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I know. So never say never. And in this case, there was one other instance, but obviously very rarely does that happen. Just interesting here. You're going to have a rookie pitcher making his only his second start in the bigs. Did not pitch very well in his debut last week against the D-backs. Five earned runs in that game and just four and a third innings pitch. Had five walks. So, you know, it could be obviously jitters for the young fella getting his first first go. This is not where you want to go after coming off a bad outing like that as a young pitcher and now having to go to Coors Field. Now, yeah, never say never. Nobody was able to, to put anything on the board through the first nine innings of that contest last night. But, yeah, 12. 12 is too much to, to hear. And yeah, you mentioned Freeland on the other side. He has been dealing with some an ankle injury. 
he has had a few injuries. Plus, he was really sick a couple of weeks back. So he, it, it's interesting for Freeland. He's a local kid here from from Colorado, just down in Littleton. And, and in a sense, I'll root for him because he is a local kid and have some ties to high school baseball here. But definitely not one I would be betting if I was getting involved. Well, I certainly don't want to lay the price with the favorite and yeah. uh, the relative rookie, if you will, in Strider, minus 175 as a road favorite. But I'm not really high on backing uh, Freeland as well. And you talk about some of the health issues he's had. Uh, yeah, total pass, and that total's gotten so high. Total pass for me on this game every which way. Uh, the Mets at the Dodgers will wrap up your Saturday night card. This will go to first pitch at 7.10 p.m. Pacific, 10.10 p.m. On the East Coast, David Peterson taking on Walker Bueller. Now, Bueller is 6-1, and one, but he's really been a bit of a struggle in his last couple of outings. And Peterson, he's 2-0, and oh, but he was roughed up in his last outing as well. The Dodgers began the series and getting a win in a convincing fashion over New York, 6-1 to one on Friday night. And they're pretty big favorites to get win number two here over the Metropolitans this evening. Minus 175 with a total of 8.5. Mets story only scored one run in these two games in this first two games here against the Dodgers. I was looking at the lineup. Actually, I do see Lindor. I know there was an issue with his finger or his hand. He is hitting third tonight, so he is back in the lineup for the New York Mets. So I know that really so many injuries on that Mets roster, mostly on the pitching side. Number of big names. We know that from that from the starter standpoint for the Mets here, but. Yeah, I think for Bueller, you mentioned it. He just has not been nearly as dominant with with as a strikeout pitcher this season. Really struggled. He's only had he has forty nine strikeouts over fifty eight innings, but ten of those came in one game. I think that was against the Pirates, a complete game, uh, complete game that he threw. So he hasn't been overpowering sometimes the way we've seen Bueller. I know he can work deep in accounts because he does strike folks out, but maybe pitching more to contact. But yeah, he has been tagged somewhat. Uh, be I'm. Not wanting to get involved with with the Dodgers here in this spot just because Bueller has been struggling or hasn't been his dominant self like we were accustomed to. The Pittsburgh Pirates have taken the lead over the Arizona Diamondbacks. They're in the ninth inning, 2-1. They lead Arizona, and the San Diego Padres shut out the Milwaukee Brewers for the second straight day. 4 to nothing. your final. We'll go over some postseason awards as we look at the baseball season one-third through the way when we return right here on the Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.